This is Golf Talk Canada, Canada's only national golf talk radio and TV program. Presented by SmartGolfDeals.com, the smartest way to shop for golf. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. And good morning, Canada. Breakfast at Augusta. That's right, Golf Talk Canada with you. Zacchino in studio alongside Adam Scully. Weeksy will join us in hour two as he is in Augusta at the Masters. As We've been all over it this week at TSN and Golf Talk Canada and uh, CTV for the weekend. In about 30 minutes, we are going to resume play in round two. There are players on the golf course trying to finish round two, of course, A ridiculous amount of uh, rain and moisture Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, which have pushed us back, and we are playing catch-up and hopefully still headed for a Sunday finish. I know that's what everybody wants, a back nine Sunday finish at the Masters, but uh, we got to get on our horse and get this thing done. Uh, Adam... Uh, before we kind of jump into this, and today this is what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to recap what has occurred. We're going to forecast what we think is coming. And we're going to try to keep you up to date on, at the, uh, on, onto the minute here. As golf will start in about 30 minutes, we'll be on the air. So John Rahm has a five-footer to tie for the lead on the 13th green. So if you're on your way home, if you're listening to us, and you're trying to get in front of a TV, it does start at 7.30. If you can't be in front of a TV... We'll keep you up to date right here over the next two hours. Scully, uh, initial impressions out of the gate from what you've seen so far. What what are the wins for you? What are the surprises? Um, wh- where's your head at? I mean, first of all, the one of the big surprises is just how soft the golf course is. We've never seen balls plugged mm-hmm. the way they have, whether you're hitting 9-iron or you're hitting 5-wood or hybrid or like Tiger on Thursday hitting 4-iron. It's just been a little strange at first. You know, for so many months, we were anticipating a colder master, something, you know, in the 12, 13 degrees Celsius. And it's been hot for Mm -hmm. the guys. Um, I've also loved the new drone shots they've incorporated into the broadcast where you see the golf course at a different angle. And they're showing the the ninth hole, for example, looks completely different this year to me. You think they'll keep some of that for April? I hope they do. I, it, it's something different. It's yeah, something, me too. You know, like we we harped on how great Fox's coverage was when they would yeah. just show you know those cool looking shots, and Augusta's doing the same thing now. Because Fox nailed it the last time yeah, out at finally. Pebble, and then they get okay, we're out, we're done. Yeah, we're done. No, but it's been awesome. Uh, it's this leaderboard is is that's what the Masters all about, right? And it's bunched up. You know, when DJ was ten under through what twenty two holes. Thought, okay, is he going to sort of run away with this? And then Augusta bit back, and um, it's been it's been a great start to the tournament. We're not even halfway through, and it's going to be a great finish. Well, yours truly was wrong on a couple of things. Uh, DeChambeau, which we will get into, like, <laughs> I, I mean, he's fighting to make the cut. He's got some par five ahead of him. Yeah. So, you know, there's a chance, but he can't afford to make any more mistakes or he's not going to make it to the weekend. That's a two-hour show. The headworms and insanity of Bryson DeChambeau. We we can get into that oh, a, a little bit today, and we will. <laughs> I was wrong on Matt Wolf, but I wasn't wrong on the reason I went with Matt Wolf. To, to pick up your point about how soft it is mm-hmm. and how different it is, mm-hmm. I just had a hunch that the first timers were going to do well. And the reason I had a hunch that the first timers were going to do well is because, and Paul Casey echo, echoed these statements after Thursday. Mm-hmm. If you have memories of Augusta, if you have experience at Augusta, you're waiting for the hop. You're waiting for the firm bounce. Uh, you're defensive on certain putts. you got to throw that all out the window. Yeah. The Bermuda's still poking through. It's sticky. 
It's soft from three days of constant rain. There's no fire in this golf course whatsoever. To your point with balls and bedding and divots, Cameron Smith yesterday from outside 240 on 15 with a hooking hybrid. Hits and stops. That ball should go off the back into of 15 and almost into the water. Yeah. Yes. It's not happening. So from a first-timer, if you're an Abraham answer, if you're a Sanjay M, for instance, who are near or at the top of this leaderboard and you're playing your first Masters ever, mm-hmm. you don't know what the, all the big deal's about. You're just going, what are you guys talking about? Well, and, and one thing as well, and I, we texted about this, is the rough. It's it's up this year. It Never looks, seen it. It looks different. It, you know, no, you, it's not even close. Yeah, you know, for for in particular, eleven on left 11 side, fairway, eleven, and even ten, like Paul, where Paul Casey was yesterday, where he missed his approach shot. They're like that's never seen it's anything. Not like foot, obviously, no. but that, that's thick. Rough. Never seen anything like it. Yeah. It's totally different. It's totally different in many ways. Now we'll we'll talk to Bob again in hour two today, and you know, we'll get from Bob's perspective if if there is anything they can do now. Mother Nature is helping. We've got sun. Uh, hopefully, we have a little bit of wind. We got some late on Friday that will help dry this place out. But I'm of the belief that it doesn't matter how much sun we get over the next two days. It doesn't matter how much wind we get over the next two days. And they've got the air, the sub air system cranked. I mean, at night, this thing is humming. Uh, you're not going to get a you're not going to get fire or a hard bounce in this golf yeah. course. Can we dry it out a little? Sure. Can we maybe stop the mud balls? Sure. Mm-hmm. I don't think Adam, it gets better than that. I'm really curious to see what happens and, uh, you know, with this. And, you know, guys were, some guys were complaining about the mud balls. Uh, I'll get into that a little in my three dub coming up. And, you know, even Ricky Fowler had a quote yesterday. He was on 11 saying he had to aim at 12T to mm-hmm. not put it in the water just because where the mud was on his golf ball. And he still mm-hmm. almost did. Uh, it's, it's been the 2020 has been a strange year. The Masters has been pretty strange thus far, and it's it's on theme. It's kind of like the cherry on top of the bizarre yeah. Sunday at this point, yeah. isn't it? All right, we're going to get into it. We're going to hear from a lot of the leaders. Tons of audio for you today. We're going to do Stardom Sidham. We'll hear from Weeks in Augusta, and we'll do Winners Weird and What. But first, let's get to some news and headlines. News and headlines are brought to you by the McKenzie Tour, PGA Tour Canada. Tomorrow's stars today. All right, let's get you a leaderboard update right off the top of news and headlines. Abraham Answer, a first-timer at Augusta. He's at 9-under par alongside Cameron Smith, which was a dark horse for our own Bob Weeks. Justin Thomas, world number three. Dustin Johnson, world number one. And John Rahm has a five-footer to get into that group at 9-under. That's world number two. So we've got one, two, three, potentially tied for the lead at 7.33 this morning. We also have Patrick Kent who has recently won on the PGA Tour. He's won back after a Friday 66. Sanjay M, another first-timer, goes 66-70. He's also at 8 under par. Hideki Matsuyama has three holes left to play. He's also won back at 8 under par. Danny Willett, who somehow found a round of 66 out there yesterday alongside Tommy Fleetwood, who's been in witness protection, and he's at 7 under par. Justin Rose, you know, I don't know why I'm surprised, because he always plays well here, but Justin Rose really hasn't had that great a year, Adam, Mm -hmm. and here he is at 7 under par 2 off the pace. Louis Oosthuizen, 
Six holes left to go at seven under. I know that uh, he was a dark horse of yours truly, and C.T. Pan, who is uh, playing his first Masters, he's got two holes left. He's at seven under. we got big names like Reed on the golf course, Casey on the golf course, Shoffley. There is a lot of big names. Adam, uh, just generally speaking, who, who you got your eye on when coverage starts at 7.30 this morning? You know, one guy I've been high on for a couple of weeks is Xander Shoffley, and, and he really... He was he sort of stumbled out of the gate on Friday, sort of grind it back, birdie two, birdie three. He's got six more holes remaining. He's one under for the day. He's three shots off the lead. Uh, he's one guy that I'm really keying in on here. Patrick Reed, if he can somehow make that par save on 12. So when, when the horn blew yesterday, obviously, because they were already in the hole, they had the choice whether you, yes. to pick up. It's not inclement weather. They don't have to stop. Yes. So he, was, he airmailed the 12th green and decided to chip at that point and hit this sort of indifferent like blade across the other side of the green. Yes. So if he can make that 28-footer or so, he's got two par fives here, Reed swinging it well. But something you said there actually came to mind right away, and that's the greens. And the conversation we had last week on the show was guys who are, quote-unquote, wavy putters because yes. the greens are so fast. Yeah. That's not the case this year no. so far. Do you think that's been a reason why, you know, Adam Scott's up there, but he's not really in the mix thus far? Mm-hmm. Bubba Watson, not in the mix. Another, another passive putter, right? That wavy Matt, Matt Wolf, even, yes. to, to a degree. Yeah, to a degree. And even Tiger said after Thursday's round that the, the greens aren't breaking. Yes, you know? they're all, a lot of the guys that have experience on these greens are missing yeah. putts on the high side mm-hmm. all day. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when they're fiery and firm, they have that extra 15, 20% of last minute hook uh-huh. or cut. It's not happening. Yeah, the, the the stickiness of and the length of the blade in the green because there is still Bermuda everywhere on this golf course. Mm-hmm. Not visible. You're not going to see it like tons of uh, you know like you're. It's not like walking to your Muni in, in Florida. Yeah, like yeah. don't don't get me wrong yeah. when I say this, but it's enough to you know nine was a perfect example with Tiger. I think yeah. it was Thursday. Was it Thursday? He had the opportunity at nine. Yes, yes. last putt on Thursday. Yes. He finished on nine. Yes, yes, he had yes. a left to righter from five feet, yeah. and he missed it three inches outside the hole on the high side. And he kind of he looked amazed mm-hmm. that that didn't move right because that falls hard to the front of the green. Didn't happen. Yeah, stays up, gets sticky. So again, first timers don't have those memories, and they're not being tricked the way the the veterans are. Now, this will pick up a bit. I feel like today might be the day. Yeah, but I don't think it's ever going to get to where... No. No, but I think it will pick up a bit. Okay. Uh, Corey Connors is our low Canadian. He's at three under par. He's currently five under in his second round. He's got two holes left to play, so good on uh, Corey Connors. Mm -hmm. Uh, As we go down the board here, I'm continuing to look for Canadian names. Nick Taylor playing in his first ever Masters. Goes 72-72, so Taylor is at even par. Uh, unfortunately, it looks like that's where the Canadian story is going to end. Mike Weir has nine holes left to play. Uh, lots of golf in his second round. So Weirzy, if he can go low, uh, he might be able to, to squeeze into that top 50 in ties. He's currently at uh, one over par, but he needs uh, some birdies. And Adam Hadwin, same thing. He's two over currently, uh, has six holes, sorry, excuse me, five holes left to play, but Adam Hadwin has some work to do okay uh, before we go to break on the other side we're going to hear from uh, just uh, john rom dustin johnson uh, justin thomas patrick cantley we are not going to hear from bryson DeChambeau. so before we go to break bryson DeChambeau. <laughs> i don't know if we're gonna have enough time to do this all where, where to begin right <laughs> i mean uh there's a lot you can go on here there's a lot of head worms the lost ball on three is completely unlucky disaster. Yeah, that, 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 but that's yeah. just a bad fluke. But that seems to be the energy around him this week. 
And, you know, he was one of my favorites. I, I picked him and John Rahm as my two favorites. I was riding those guys to the finish line. It looks like I'm dead wrong on one of them. And I was doing radio hits all day yesterday. Mm-hmm. If you remember the front nine Thursday, he missed four or five violent tee balls. Most of them hooks. Mm-hmm. There was a couple of blocks. That's an overcorrection. Yeah. Okay. If you spend 10 to two, two, two weeks, let's just say, experimenting with a 48-inch driver, over-rotation, extra hand speed, over-rotation. Why are you over-rotating? Why do you have all that speed? Because you got to square up the face. Squaring up a 48-inch club mm-hmm. takes a lot of energy. He was even saying that his endurance, he was tired after yeah. swinging the sink. It's just like trying to square up your own driver at home versus squaring up your pitching wedge. How many times do you slice your pitching wedge versus your driver? There's a couple of reasons for that. A, loft on the face, but more importantly, length of the club. So you spend two weeks going hard at a 48-incher, and then the night before the Masters, not three days, not four days, Mm -hmm. the night before the Masters, you got, now we're going with a 45 and then you come out the next day and you've you're over rotating and hooking it. I'm sorry, Adam, but this is like yeah. this is golf 101. How does this happen? Well, I mean, with Bryson DeChambeau, he he mentally overthinks everything, right? And something that I'm thinking about is, you know, he went from the 45 inch to the 48 inch. Why can't you go to like a 46 and a half or 47? Why? Don't go to the yes. full extreme, right? Have a little more control. And we never saw him hit those crazy snap hooks like on 11 on Thursday, a second hole of the day. That thing was. If it didn't hit a tree, that's OB by 30 yards. Is it ego that makes that jump? Or is it, I need to be distracted, I need to be solving a puzzle, and if I'm not trying to do those things, then I deal with things like nerves and stuff like that. And the distractions the distractions give me peace, for lack of a better it's, term. It's got to be both. I, I really think it's got to be both for him. It's it's not that he's bored, but he's trying to like do something a little different in golf, and we've talked about that at length. But do you think this pause will help him? Like, Do you think, I, I think personally that the, the fact that he had to go to sleep with a 20-footer for Eagle instead of keeping playing, mm-hmm. I think that's going to help him. I think he's still going to make the cut, personally. I do, too. But if he didn't have that break, do you think... Because it seemed like he was all over the world. Like his, yeah. his he was unraveling he was again. Really unraveling I, I think quickly. you're right. I think the stoppage is going to help him. I'm hoping that he's got a team of psychiatrists with him Knowing at his him, house. He probably does. Right, <laughs> and they're and they're basically talking him off off the cliff. Yeah, and saying make make it to the weekend, and then let's see what happens. This course is gettable. Mm-hmm. You're the longest guy in the field. You've been calling it a par 67 all week. So if it's a par 67, go shoot four under. Yeah, go shoot 63 and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. we will see. We will know soon. Okay. On the other side. John Rahm, Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas, Patrick Cantley. We'll hear from them all. This is our Breakfast at the Masters edition of Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC was brought to you by SmartGolfDeals.com, the smartest way to shop for golf. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by SmartGolfDeals.com. The smartest way to shop for golf. This segment of GTC is brought to you by TaylorMade. Every day, more golfers are playing the TP5 and TP5X golf balls. Join them and you'll see why. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. 
And welcome back to our Breakfast at the Masters edition of Golf Talk Canada. As players are warming up on the range, Zacchino and Scully in studio with you this morning at 7.30. TSN television coverage will start at the Masters. Going to be a high of around 70 degrees today and sunny, so certainly the coldest day of the week, and thus players warming up in sweaters today on the range. At noon Eastern today, if you can't get uh, in front of a TV, TSN Radio Network, including right here in Toronto, TSN 1050, will have uh, Masters Radio. So you don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to miss any of the coverage if you can't be in front of a TV staring at my ugly mug along with Bob and Lindsay and James and Graham and then us throwing to all the early round coverage of the Masters. You can certainly keep up to date with everything going on at Masters Radio this afternoon on TSN Radio Network and again 1050 here in Toronto at noon. Okay, Tiger Woods. I can't believe we didn't talk Tiger at all. We're going to get some audio quickly, but a 68, Mm -hmm. a smooth bogey-free 68 on Thursday. Friday so far, Adam, you know, he's even par through 10 holes, one, uh, two birdies at the par fives, two bogeys. He seems a little bit stuck in neutral, almost lethargic. Uh, the energy levels aren't there. You know, if Tiger can, uh, let's say Tiger takes care of the two par fives coming home, keeps it clean, takes care of the two par fives, that puts Tiger Woods at six under par. He's right there with his buddy Lefty at five under par, who's in the clubhouse, Mickelson, who seems like he's got more fire, but also some more mistakes. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, how good would it be to see a, a Woods-Mickelson Saturday pairing at Augusta? Imagine that if that was somehow in the works, if that could make if they could make that happen. But for Tiger, that first round was flawless. He didn't putt great, and as we talked about in segment one, it seemed like he, just, he was overreading all these putts because they just weren't breaking for him. And then in round two, nearly jars the eagle from the bunker, and then that three-putt on the third hole just mm-hmm. sort of halted everything. On Thursday, he drove the ball very well. On Friday, that tee shot on seven sort of flailed to the right. That cost him. He made the And bogey. he is leaning on that cut hard. He really is, except on two, and then we'll see what he plays. On two, though, I found it amazing because he's just leaning on that. He hasn't really hit a straight ball yet. Yeah. They're either hard, hard, hard cuts, and yeah. then he gets to two and 13 and, and pulls a draw out of, like, the air. Yeah. And 10 as well, I should say. Uh-huh. So, you know, he's in good control of his golf yeah. ball. We'll see. Yeah. I, I'm I'm encouraged. It's Put encouraging it to see him shape it both ways. Yes. Because when his when he's stiff, he can only really hit a cut. He can't draw he it. He can't draw it. Good point. Very good point. And uh, uh, the cooler temperatures, we'll see how it affects. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yours truly, he loved John Rahm this week. I, 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 you know, I just think it's his time. He's done everything in the game but win a major. Raced to Dubai. Won at BMW, which was the hardest setup we saw this year prior to the U.S. Open. Uh, you know, he, he wants the spotlight. He wants the ball. None of this scares him. It just you know, actually ticks him off more than anything yeah. else that he has in one. He's got a five-footer at 730 to tie for the lead. He's at eight under par. Let's hear from world number two, John Rahm. I think the key this morning was patience, right? Um, see a lot of people making birdies out there and, and finishing strong. And, uh, you know, I was quickly six shots back of the lead. And you can get a little, you know, you can try to start trying too hard, try to make up too many shots uh, early on. And to me, the key was patience to try to put myself in good spots. Uh, you know, I have some moments where I made a good putt on on four, actually a really good par putt on three. Uh, kind of gave me a little bit of confidence, a good putt on four. And, and just kind of kept hitting good shot after good shot and, and never really putting myself much out of position, really. Uh, and, 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 you know, 
I think that was the key out there. Um, little bonus birdie on, on 12, uh, first ever in competition, so I was really happy about that. And uh, just like, a, you know, after the mistake on the, of the tee on 13, I could, you know, play from there on well and got, give myself a chance for birdie to, you know, start a day off in the right way tomorrow. And John Rahm, again, a five-footer in about seven minutes' time to tie for the lead. He's trying to chase down four players at nine under par. Abraham Answer, Cameron Smith, and this man, Dustin Johnson, world number one, who's making it look easy right now. DJ had a chance to really put his kind of foot at him on the throat of this golf tournament with 36 holes to go. He had 11, certainly, 12 and 13, possibly under par in his sight. And he kind of stalled coming home and settles in at nine under. If you're Dustin Johnson, are you disappointed right now? The way he thinks, probably not. I mean, the, the fact that he's where Do you he think he should have been better than nine? I think he should have been a little better. It seemed like he had a lot of putts that just weren't going in. As he was saying after his round, he was striking the ball very well. I'm... You know what? We've seen him for through 36 holes play well before in his last five appearances. He's been in the top eight or better through 36. Best, best finishes last year at T2. I, I'm expecting him to go three or four under on Saturday for sure. Well, you know, we were asked on Wednesday on our TSN at the Masters pregame, what does Dustin Johnson have to do to win the Masters? Mm -hmm. And my answer was literally nothing. He just has to keep doing exactly what he's doing. Mm -hmm. But if he makes a couple more putts on Sunday, yeah. he's going to have a chance to win a green jacket. Sure. And that's all this is going to be. Is it not? A couple more putts think, on Sunday? Do you think these greens, the fact that they're not as undulating and slopey and not breaking as much, do you think that helps DJ or hurts him? Or does it change it? I don't know if it does. I can't put my finger on DJ. Like, does he win necessarily more on crispy greens? Well, he won at Oakmont, yeah. and that was his only major, maybe. But I don't think it's like a Tiger scenario where you have so much memory of making putts under pressure on these greens that you're going to see things. Mm. Other people. I don't think we're at that level. I, I think if you're asking me who it favors right now, uh, in the guys at the top of this leaderboard, certainly Matsuyama, who's one back, but I, I still don't trust his putter. <laughs> but if you're asking me uh, anybody else, Justin Thomas. Yeah. Justin Thomas, like last year he was outside the top 100 in strokes game putting in 2020. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This year he's inside the top 40 in strokes game putting. Right. His putting has improved. Thus, Justin Thomas is 9-under in this golf tournament. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, if there's anybody I think who's going to benefit from not having a ton of teeth in these greens and he can take more direct lines and not worry about that extra bit of touch with the right. putter. It's probably JT. Yeah. All right. We're running out of time here. We're not going to get to all this audio, but we should hear from world number one, Dustin Johnson at nine under par. Yeah. I mean, I figure, you know, I'm going to be within a few shots of the lead probably by the end of, you know, the, the two rounds. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I like my position. You know, going into the weekend, obviously the conditions, they're going to stay relatively the same. You know, it's still going to be a little bit soft. So you have to be aggressive. You're going to have to shoot low. And we do have time to hear from Justin Thomas, world number three. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. We got DJ at one, Justin uh, Thomas at three, and John Rahm likely about to join him. We're going to have one, two, three in the world. Not bad. Tied for the lead through 36 holes, and Rahm will still have holes to go. Let's hear from Justin Thomas. I think it's very dependent on how you drive the ball. If you get it in play, uh, barring the mud balls, you you can be pretty aggressive. Um, I mean, everyone's going to be dealing with stuff like that, like you know, getting getting mud balls or getting balls sitting down in the rough, and uh, you just need to need to attack when uh, when you have the opportunity to. Patience is a word that's used each and every week. How would you describe patience today? 
it's a different kind of patience. I mean, I, I understand that I need to be relaxed and be calm, and it was, I mean, I very easily, uh, you know, could have shot even one, two over today with how I started out, and, and then after making the, just a terrible double on one, I, I felt like I kind of shot myself in the foot, but I hung in there and understood that I had eight holes left to make a lot of birdies, and I uh, was fortunate to, to get some coming in. Justin Thomas tied for the lead at the moment. Will he still be tied for the lead when Rom finishes his second round? Don't forget, there's still Hideki out there on the golf course as well. One back with holes to play. Uh, lots of golf to go. On the other side, we're going to do winners, weird, and what from this year's Masters so far. And we will have live golf. As we come up next, we will keep you up to date on exactly what is happening to the minute at Augusta National. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by SmartGolfDeals.com was brought to you by TaylorMade. Every day, more golfers are playing the TP5 and TP5X golf balls. Join them and you'll see why. This is Golf Talk Canada presented by SmartGolfDeals.com, the smartest way to shop for golf. This segment of GTC is brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. And welcome back to Golf Talk Canada. Breakfast at the Masters. Bryson DeChambeau has just yanked an eagle pot on 13 and has a good five feet coming back for birdie. I don't know how you miss a putt that poorly as your first of the day when you've had all morning to practice exactly the putt you're going to come out and have uh, to really vault back inside the cut line. So, again, more scrambled eggs between the ears for Bryson DeChambeau. <laughs> and on the flip side of that coin, you know, a dark horse that we've all been talking about all week, and, you know, we call him a dark horse because we just don't think he gets the respect that he deserves. Webb Simpson, who won twice last year on the PGA Tour, Adam, has just made an eagle at 13 to get back to where he started at 5 under par. And uh, he's going to be at 5 under par. Tiger Woods chipping for birdie in front of the 11th green. That's a hell of an eagle for Webb Simpson. It was a hell of an eagle for Webb Simpson. And what are your thoughts on what Webb did there? So he elected to... Because it was so dark last night, he had five feet for eagle, hits this unbelievable shot into 15, decides to mark his ball, wait for the morning. I can't stand that, and Rom did the same thing, and I don't know why. They know more than I do, Yeah, but I don't want to sit on that putt all night. It was the same thing. Matsuyama had 248 yards with a long iron, and he elected to play it then. Maybe, I mean, your body's warm. Yes. It's, it's, I guess, a player preference thing, right? It is, but I don't understand it. And again, these guys know way more than you and I will yeah. ever know combined. But here we go, John Rahm above the hole to tie for the lead. This is a five-footer above the hole on 13, and this would get John Rahm to nine under par and get him in a log jam at the top of the leaderboard. But, you know, I don't want to sit on this putt all night, Adam. I don't want to sure. sit there and think about this five-footer all night. I want to get out and say, okay, I'm starting on the tee. Yeah. I'm going to put the ball on the ground on 14. I'm going to try to find a fairway and get back mm-hmm. into my round. Mm-hmm. This is a weird way to get back in your round. If you make this... You're on lookout, John Rahm. If you miss this, Mm -hmm. now you're going, okay, headworms. This is a big putt from above the hole. Rahm to tie for the lead off the blade. He has it in the heart. Okay, there we go. And John Rahm, world number two, is now tied with world number one and world number three, along with Abraham Answer and 
Cameron, Cameron Smith. Smith at nine under par, and Rom has holes to go. Look out, John Rom. All right, we got to do it, Adam. We can't just do play by play here all morning. <laughs> what we got to do is jump into Winner's Weird and What Three Dubs Skulls. The tea is yours. Yeah, well, I, I had the coffee. I got to activate the calves, and I got to step on one here. <laughs> Come on, baby. That's what I'm going to do today hit bombs and attack the pin. Well, Mark, my winner this week is a guy we were just talking about, and that's John Rom. Happy birthday, John Rom! Turned 26 this week, and how do you celebrate your birthday? You make back-to-back hole-in-ones on back-to-back <laughs> days. On Monday, he's playing fourth hole the conventional way, jars it one bang hole-in-one. Next day on Tuesday, the ter- the tradition at Augusta National: you go to the 16th hole, you skip it across the water. The pin was back left in yeah. a very tough spot, and what does he do? Skip, skip, skip up down the slope. Took about 28 seconds. Bang, hole in one, two straight days. The chances of that, the odds of that are I don't even ludicrous, know. Quite yeah, frankly. they got to be off the. Like, but uh, quite a week for John Rahm, and then this week could get even better. Yeah, I've never seen. Uh, the ball skipped for an ace to the back left. I was there in 09 in person when VJ did it and he jarred it. The hole was not back left. And there was about, I don't know, 2,500 people around that hole, 3,000 people around that hole on the practice round. The the place popped on a practice round skip. Could you imagine the pop that Rom would have had in a regular non-COVID Masters for that shot? It would have been insane. You know, it was, you know, you think the Tiger shot last year on 16 and Sunday when, People were going ballistic. Justin Thomas making a hole-in-one. Bryson DeChambeau made a hole-in-one last year. It would have been that same similar reaction. But uh, good for Jean Rahm. Now you, your uh, co-leader at the Masters is now Tiger. Hits a chip on 11. Is that all? He's going to have about four and a half, five feet for par That's on 11. That's not the putt you want to no, start your day at. No, it seemed like that sort of skidded on him, that chip, instead of he was hoping for a little more zip. We'll get to Tiger here shortly. My weird this week. Okay. You and I talk at length about our putting woes. Yes, sir. Personally. Yes. Kevin Na oh my. had one of the great ball striking <laughs> rounds in recent Masters history, quite frankly. He was the first player to hit all 18 greens in regulation mm-hmm. since 2009. So you'd think, okay, four or five under pretty easily. Has to be 68. Has, has, has to, to be. be 68. No, one over 73, 39 putts, couldn't find anything. Bizarre. So I was doing radio this week, hits, right? Radio hits. And, and this came up a few times. And they're like, how does this happen to a professional golfer who's won multiple times on tour? How does that happen? I said, it's very simple. When you're walking to the green with your caddy, you get about 20 yards from the green. You reach out to the caddy, and instead of asking putter, you go blindfold. That's how it starts. You go blindfold, then putter. And that, like, it's all, it, the, the mathematical probability is is. Off the charts. It's almost impossible, Adam. Well, it was, and they showed him on the telecast yesterday. He hit this shot on 16. It took the slope beautifully. It finished two and a half, three feet above the hole. You're thinking, okay, there's a kick in. Kevin, you hate to see that, but uh, one over 73 in round one, wild to say the least. Okay, my what this week? We've talked about mud balls. Yes. And when you get mud on the ball, Sometimes you see your ball go in some very interesting places. Jason Kokrak, 15th hole, first round, hits a shot, immediately yells, mud, his ball airmails the green. I saw it. Lee Westwood uh, almost got pegged. Lee Westwood's walking. He literally pulls one of these and, and pushes back. Yeah. Too bad we're not on the, TV. The tightrope. The tightrope. Goes rope the tightrope. Yeah. The ball just goes past him into the water. 
So what does Westwood do, which was awesome? He puts a T down where it crossed the line. Just yeah. a good little sportsmanship there. Yes, I love that. That yeah. was fantastic. I thought Lee was going to take one there for the T. Yeah. For just, <laughs> just, just take it off the calf. Hey, Jason. That's yeah, that's good, right? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Mark, the T now is yours. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. All right, Adam, there's many records that fell Thursday at Augusta, which we'll get into in my weird. But one of them is we had two players over the age of 60 shoot under par at a major. One of them, Bernard Longer. Unbelievable. This guy, this might be the best bet in sports. What's Longer now? 62, 63 63, years old? yeah. Okay. This guy makes the cut every year at Augusta. Mm -hmm. He shot 68 on Thursday, followed it up with a 73. He's three under par. He's headed to the weekend. He gave 100 yards. Him and Larry Mize were given 100 yards to Bryson DeChambeau on Thursday. Mm -hmm. They shot the same score as DeChambeau, and they're giving him 100 yards. Uh, well done to both of them. Longer especially because this is like the annual date on Saturday. He's got the tea time every Saturday at Augusta. Mm. It is unbelievable. He beats father time. Uh, you know, he must be wearing out the face on his four-iron hybrid and three-wood, right? You could probably cook an egg on his hybrid when you come off the golf course. Yep. You fry an egg on the face. It's just impressive to see, isn't it? It really is impressive to see in the start he had on Thursday into Friday. And it, the thing is... He missed some putts early on Friday morning. They were makeable. Easily could have yes. shot five or six under par. I know. Easily. And then, you know, he faltered a little bit in round two. But on the topic of Larry Mize as well, I saw a great tweet where someone said it would have been awesome to see what Larry Mize could have done to Wingfoot. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And, you know, speaking of guys, uh, with the, we're talking about the greens and passive putters. You know, Bernard Longer is a broom handle passive oh, putter. Yeah. And he's been on these putting surfaces, what, since 78, 79, yeah. probably his first Masters. Right, yeah. maybe eighty, somewhere in there. I'm, yeah. I'm not too far off. So he's got forty years at Augusta on these greens of memories mm-hmm. as a passive putter. Yeah, and you want to talk a guy who maybe got fooled on a Friday morning? Perfect Good example. Yeah. All right, uh, Adam, my weird the setup. I mean, you got into it to see rough at Augusta. We're used to first cut, second cut in recent years when they added it several years ago. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it was an inch and a half, two inches at most. This, we're seeing four inches, three and a half it's inches lush. in some. It is lush. And now we got Tiger for par here as we'll break and winner's weird and what. This is a big putt to stay at four under, and he's playing a lot of break lot left of break to right. Again. Puts it on the left edge, needs yeah. to wiggle, oh, catches the That edge. could be a turning That it could drops. be the TSN turning point for Tiger. That, is that a, lips out. Who knows? He's got 12's gettable now, too. Huge, huge, huge par save. Tiger Woods remains four under. Anyway, the setup, the rough is lush. I mean, it's sticky. It's slow. It's mushy. Hybrids sticking into the greens. I mean, the setup is just absolutely bizarre. It's weird to see. Um, I hope we don't break the 18 under par scoring record, Adam, because... You know, there's an asterisk here this week on anything that happens, except the winner. The winner's the winner. Mm-hmm. With the exception of the winner, anything else that happens this week, to me, there's like a little asterisk beside it. I'm really curious to see because last year on the Saturday third round, there were some record scores. I believe there were three rounds of 64 by Webb Simpson, Tony Finau, and Patrick Cantlay. So the course was gettable. I, I think today's going to be the hardest day, personally. I could be very incorrect. We'll see what the sub air does because we know Sunday at the Masters, they always put the pins on the back nine well, yeah, in some pretty traditional spot, traditional right? spots, some spots where fireworks can happen, right. where guys can go right. eagle. And for eagle. that matter, 
They've even uh, almost found pretty much traditional spots on front side too, right? They have one in a one usually goes they in the bowls, two. two in the bowl, seven in the bowl. Yeah. I mean, so it's going to be fireworks on Sunday. We know that. Yeah. What we hope is we have a bounce. We hope we have a couple bounces because last year Tiger won at 13 under par. We're already at nine right now. We'll see what happens. We're, we're going to beat that. Yeah. The question is, do we beat 18 under? Yeah. Tiger Woods and Jordan Spieth have the number of 18 under, which is the record. Mm-hmm. Are we going to, you know, is that going to be the case? All right. Are we going to see a player that has four rounds in the 60s for the first time I was ever? thinking about that, too. This You would think this is going to be the year. Again, and if it happens, does, it, does that have an asterisk? Yeah. You got to think, right? Uh, okay, my what, Adam? Yeah. You know, g- God bless him. And, you know, I I, I do really like him a lot as a human being, and I love to watch him golf, and he is one of the nicest guys on tour, especially for a megastar. Uh, as Bryson DeChambeau's approach DeChambeau is going to settle in behind the hole, so he'll have a look for birdie at 14, and that's a big putt for DeChambeau who's trying to fight to make it to the weekend. But here we go again, my Rory McIlroy. Adam, here we go again. Okay, how long do you have? Here we well, go. Well, on Wednesday yeah. in, in our in our TSN at the Masters pregame show on Wednesday, I, I said to Lindsey Hamilton, I said, Rory McIlroy to have a chance to complete the career, career Grand Slam. It's very simple for him. He just needs to get out of the gates. Yep. He can't get out of the gates at majors. He has two rounds, two rounds in the sixties. In the last three years at majors, he hasn't won a major since 2014 because his Thursday scoring average is atrocious. He shot an 80 on a Thursday. He shot a 79 on a Thursday. He shot a 78 on a Thursday. And now, on the easiest Thursday in Masters history, think about this. We have been playing the Masters since 1934 when it was called the Augusta National Invitational, before it was even called the Masters. Mm-hmm. And this was historically the easiest Thursday in history. And he shot 75. He shot 75 when everybody else was lighting this place up with rounds of 66, 65 from Dustin Johnson, 67s all over the place. He shoots a a 75. Now, in typical Rory fashion, he follows it up with a round of 66. But here we go again. We are trending. Once again, we are trending to where you and I on Monday morning look at this leaderboard or Sunday night and we see Rory McIlroy, T5. Mm -hmm. And we go, oh, he came close again. There he is. No, he didn't. He didn't come close again. Once again, he shot himself out of a golf tournament on Thursday. He took all the pressure off of himself and backdoored a top five or a top ten. It's pretty wild. You know, since 2015, in his first round at majors, he's been 28 over par in rounds two to four, 56 under. You think the last year, Royal Port Rush, the guys played there a trillion times. Makes a quadruple bogey out of the gate. It's just, it's crazy to think what he's doing. And even the first round yesterday, the 16th hole, you barely see the water ever come into play. Jordan Spieth hit it in round mm-hmm. one. Who knows where he's going to hit right. it. But Rory misses the green by 15 yards. And you could just hear him say, that's just so bad. That's the worst swing I've ever seen him make on an iron, on a par, th- on a par three. On a par three. 65 yards, missed yes. by 20 yards. That's the worst iron maybe I ever saw was, didn't he hit iron off the first tee at Portrush OOB? He smothered it left. Yeah, yeah, that's the worst iron I've ever seen him hit. The worst short iron on a par three comes this Thursday For at Augusta sure. at 60. It's, it's wild to think, and unless he goes 63. Okay, uh, uh, I want you to think about this, because okay. we're going to pick it up on the other side. Because on the other side, we are 
are going to talk a few guys that missed the cut, and we're going to set up hour two. But before we go to break, I'm going to ask you this. I want you to think about it. And I don't want to pick on this guy because he was a great amateur golfer, and he is a genuine, lovely person. Rory McIlroy has not won a major with Harry Diamond on the bag. Yeah. Harry Diamond's only caddy experience is for his best friend, Rory McIlroy, uh, since Rory put him on the bag in 15 or 16, one of those years. After the Open Championship at Birkdale. So it was after 2016. Okay. Yes. He hasn't won a major since 14. No, Troon, sorry. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, in that window. Yeah. So I want you to think about this. We'll, we'll, we'll get your answer on the other side. But having a Steve Williams I was just or a Bones yeah. or somebody like that, look at, look at what Phil did with Bones. Look at what Williams did with Tiger. Having even Joe LaCava is a veteran. He's been oh, yeah. with, carried for world number ones. Would something like that maybe help Rory? Because this is choking. I'm going to say it. This is choking. This is headworms. This is emotional. This is not physical. That's why it happens Thursday morning. Let's get this on the other side for you. We will get Adam's thoughts on that, and we will pick up live coverage. Breakfast at the Masters. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by SmartGolfDeals.com was brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories. This is Golf Talk Canada presented by SmartGolfDeals.com, the smartest way to shop for golf. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. No destination in the world can match Myrtle Beach's volume of golf, quality, and value. Come discover why Myrtle Beach is the golf capital of the world. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. And C.T. Pan and Corey Connors have just completed their second round. Corey Connors is going to shoot a 65 on Friday and post five under par. Well done, Corey Connors. And C.T. Pan, who is a uh, first-timer who celebrated his birthday earlier this week. C.T. Pan's going to shoot 66, and he is uh, going to post... Uh, eight under par. So well done there. Adam, what did Louis Oosthuizen just do at 14? Okay, so Louis Oosthuizen was short of 14 in two. The, the way the pin is, you got to play, play it around the slope as Paul Casey taps in for birdie here to go to seven under. Louis Oosthuizen hit a chip, almost rolled back down to his feet. Then he hit a, he hit a very long leg, but probably from about 55, 60 feet, about six feet short, and then had an insane lip out. So he, he made double bogey. He's now dropped a five under. He's now tied with Canadian Corey Connors at 5 under par. And lefty Phil Mickelson. Yes. Uh, yes. Okay, uh, John Rahm narrowly missed another birdie at 14, put a good putt, but again, that those putts that br- usually break more did not break for Rahm, but it's a kick in par for Rahm at 14. Tiger narrowly misses a birdie effort at 12. He'll tap in. Tiger remains 4 under par, but he's got... Two par fives ahead of him and a gettable par three sixteenth. So Tiger still with some birdie opportunities at four under par. You got to think Tiger's thinking uh, maybe get it to six under. DeChambeau now after a birdie at fourteen, he's at the par five fifteenth. Oh, that's right. Ooh, one hand off the club as this flares right. The good news for DeChambeau is right now projecting inside the cut line. But Adam, he can't afford to do what he just did there. And is that up against a tree? No, it is not. He's going to get a club on it, but that's got to be a layup, you would think. You will. You would think he learned his lesson from Thursday when he made that double bogey on 13, which could have been so much worse. Just lay it up from there, Bryson. He's in the pine straw right on 15. Punch it down to a comfortable wedge distance. Make your birdie. Down we'll see what his decision is on this second 
for Bryson to to, to really find out where his head is yeah. at. Is it still scrambled eggs? Uh, and John Rahm now all okay. leaning on that cut. This thing is perfect. It is right down Broadway. So John Rahm's going to have a look at this par 5 and 2. And keep in mind, John Rahm is at a tie for 9 under par. Now, even there, it's one tee shot. But Rahm's got a little more rollout on that tee shot. So the sub air is, and it was only about 10 yards maybe, but the, the sub air is kicking into play here. And finally, Tiger Woods <laughs> with the tee at 13. We'll give you an update on this. And then we'll get Adam's thought on Harry Diamond. Trying to hit a draw? slingshot 3-wood around the corner. This needs to hook or get down and it's going to get down and it's all going to be lie dependent that may have caught the first cut he's not happy tiger was trying to hit a a bit of a snappy slinger and it didn't hook regardless even if tiger goes for that at 13 adam that is a long way back at the top of the very similar spot that john rom was just in uh in third round or sorry second round yesterday late yesterday night where he did make but that's an old school look at 13 that's where we used to play 13 from yeah where it was a decision Mm -hmm. as opposed to where they're playing from it now tiger's got a decision there okay only a couple minutes left we're going to go to break uh bob weeks joining us on the other side don't forget uh right now tsn has that espn coverage early round coverage right now on tsn you can watch the masters if you're heading towards a tv at noon eastern the tsn radio network has masters Radio, including right here, TSN 1050 in Toronto, noon Eastern. If you can't be in front of a TV, tune in to TSN 1050. They have Masters coverage. And of course, right this morning at 9.30, in between the gap of ESPN and a CBS uh, main network coverage in CTV in Canada, we've got TSN at the Masters. Myself, Lindsay Hamilton, Bob Weeks, James Duffy, Graham Dillette, and uh, live from Amon Corner, holes 15-16, feature groups. Lots of coverage to bridge you to the 1 o'clock network coverage. Adam, we we only got a minute left. Harry Diamond, where's your head at? I asked you before the break. Yeah, you know what? For Roy McIlroy, even his the, the caddy he had before this, and Harry Diamond, I, I think he needs someone, someone new, someone to, someone to be hard on him, someone to really give Thank it you. to him when things go wrong. And you know, a guy like I'm not sure if Steve Williams is interested in doing right, this, but anymore. a guy like that, a guy like that, a, a police officer, maybe a little rugged. Yes, you know, that push back. Yeah. Not you know push back because Roy's the nicest guy in the world and sometimes he just doesn't have it. So it, to a lesser degree, but a similar situation to Jordan Spieth, doing the same thing over and over again is insane. You got to blow it up. Mm-hmm. You got to blow it up. Change something. Rory's got to do something. And yeah. shooting seventy five on Thursday at Augusta when everybody else is having a full buffet yeah. is a problem. Okay. Yeah. On the other side, Bob Weeks joins us from Augusta National. It is breakfast at Augusta. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by SmartGolfDeals.com was brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. No destination in the world can match Myrtle Beach's volume of golf, quality, and value. Come discover why Myrtle Beach is the golf capital of the world. Thank you for listening to Hour 1 of GTC. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Golf Talk Canada. For show archives, podcasts, and all things GTC, visit GolfTalkCanada.com. And don't miss Golf Talk Canada Television, weekly on the TSN Television Network. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by SmartGolfDeals.com. The smartest way to shop for golf. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. For over 15 years, our focus has been on helping Canadians stay invested in all market conditions, including this one. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. 
And welcome back to Golf Talk Canada, a breakfast at Augusta edition of GTC as we are counting down to, well, the network TSN has the coverage as we speak. So if you want to watch the Masters, put on TSN right now as we have the ESPN broadcast later this afternoon, of course, Uh, We will pick up the CBS portion of the uh, third round at Augusta on CTV. And then this morning at 9.30, TSN at the Masters will have uh, featured holes, uh, Amen Corner, sorry, featured groups, Amen Corner, live at 15.16. Myself, Lindsey Hamilton, Bob Weeks, James Duffy, Graham Dillette, we're all over it. We've got a long way to go. We got a couple of surprising layups here uh, on par fives. Tiger Woods deciding it was too cold, too far back to, to your your mind point before we went to break. He was in that old school situation on 13 yeah. where it was actually a choice. He chose to lay up. And John Rahm at 15 from 240 out has decided to lay up as well at 15. So is it cold? Is the ball not going very far? I don't know. You know who someone could, could tell us if it's a little cool and the ball's not going very far at him? Our own Bob Weeks, who joins us now from Augusta National. And, Bob, before we get into anything, I got to give you a call out. And I I (laughs) tweeted this out last night for, I think, the call of the week so far. Because you love DJ. I love Rom. You know, I love Bryson. I was wrong. You know, we all kind of went, ah, Webb Simpson's a good dark horse, yada, yada. But the only person I heard to call the name Cameron Smith from the U.S., from mm-hmm. Europe, from Canada, was Bob Weeks called Cameron Smith. Bravo, Bob, bravo. Well done. <laughs> Where did you find that one, Weeksy? You know, Mark, uh, even a blind pig finds the odd acorn, right? <laughs> that, old one, that old thing. Uh, you know, I just looked at his record around Augusta and, and his record coming in, and uh, and I was looking for someone a little off the, the beaten track. And, I mean, it, listen, I, I wasn't really – scientist science that uh, they came up with it or anything like that it just it was just sort of a gut feel and i think the interesting thing was after the uh after their rounds yesterday uh, both cameron smith and abraham answer sort of said you know playing last year at the president's cup and in that kind of hotbed uh, with all the emotion that goes along with that kind of steals you up for something like the masters and they they both said that that experience has helped them uh, especially this week Wow, that yeah. Well, there you go. If they can use those types of international experiences as springboards, you know, we always talk about stuff like that. It's so rarely does it actually happen, but obviously, <laughs> it happened with Cameron Smith. Okay, uh, let's start with conditions, Bob. Mm-hmm. Conditions of what you've seen this week, how gettable this is, how different it's been in November, because it's more than just the rain. Yes, it's the rain, but even Paul Casey, you know, was talking about how sticky it was, etc., like that. And give us an idea of today, because right now it doesn't look like the ball is going as far. No, so right now as we're talking, it's uh, 13 degrees, which is the coolest it's been all week. It's really been kind of mid to high 70s here. I think it will uh, warm up. That's the forecast to get into the into the low 20s. Um, but I think I think the ball is is not traveling for a couple of reasons. One's the cool, obviously, and these fairways and and greens are still soft. You know, they've had the sub air going nonstop since since Thursday morning after the rain stopped. Um, but they're still holding, and you can see pitch marks, which you don't always see around Augusta National. And you see, you know, that you see the ball spinning back a little bit more now. Um, but before, it was sort of plugging in a lot of cases. I mean, I saw balls plug on greens going down half an inch, and there are some really wet spots out there. I was walking around with Adam Hadwin for a little bit yesterday, and he was playing with Kevin Kisner, and we were on a search party for for Kisner's ball over on the left side of eight, and it just went splat into the mud, and. <laughs> 
luckily he found it, but I bet you it was down an inch underneath the ground. So um, it's still soggy out there. It's still gettable. I think it will probably soften up a little bit. Um, but it's not like what we've normally come to see with a hard, fast, fiery Augusta National. And then, Bob, as you were giving that answer, John Rahm, after laying up on 15, airmailed the 15th green by about 15, 20 yards. He'll have a challenging up and down. Now, Bob, you've, you've gone to Augusta National for many years to cover the Masters. This is the first one without patrons, obviously, what's going on in the world. As you've been walking around Augusta National and experiencing what's going on at the Masters, just how different has it been without patrons without ropes it's uh i don't know what the best word to describe it adam but it's eerie and um, that might be the way it feels it's so quiet for one thing uh i mean nobody's there's no applause there's very very few people around here it's mostly tour wives augusta members and a few people who somehow have access and so that's the weird part because you don't see the fans, obviously, and you can get close to anybody you want to watch. So we're taking advantage of that. And there's also, you know, no no applause, no sounds, no anything. And it's uh, Adam Hadwin, the thing yesterday, hit a really nice shot into the third hole, but he couldn't see it because the third green is raised up a little bit. Um, and and he walked up there and it was about five feet and sort of everyone he's looking around saying, boy, I thought that might have been off the green or something by the lack of reaction. That's what you're used to. Mm. And then one other thing that's very strange is there's no grandstands here. Right. So you're seeing parts of the golf course that you never saw. Like you look at the fourth hole, and normally there's a big grandstand there, and there's nothing there. 15 and 16, there's a big grandstand kind of in that area and and nothing. And it's just uh, there's a different look. And in some cases, I almost have to kind of reconfigure where I am (laughs) to walk around the golf course because it just looks so different. But uh, it's not the Augusta that we're used to. It's it's not the Masters that we're used to. But uh, but it's still there's still an intensity in the air, and there's still um, still a sense that this is something special. All right, Bob. Before we get your thoughts on what we might see over the next 36 holes, because you know here we go again with Tiger. Uh, you know, obviously, you know he's not at the top of this leaderboard, but I think he surprised a lot of us on Thursday, and still has an opportunity to add to his total here uh, with a few holes left on a Friday, but. Uh, I need to get your take on Rory McIlroy. Uh, Adam and I just thought, uh, just started talking about it. We were talking about potentially, you know, the Harry Diamond factor. Is it time for a change? I know it's it's one of his best friends. I know Harry Diamond was a pretty decent amateur golfer. Actually, represented Ireland a couple of times as an amateur, as a kid. But there's a difference when you get out there and loop on the big tour. And you know, we remember Steve Williams and what he did for Tiger and the Bones and Mickelson partnership and things of that nature. And here we go again. A 75 on a Thursday. Again, Bob. Uh, on a day that will go down as the easiest Thursday in Masters history. You know, what do you think and what has to happen here? I don't know. You know, he, he came off and said that that round, a lot of that round was getting bad numbers and he was trying to hit half shots and, and slow the, the club swing down a little bit to, to, to do that. Uh, a lot of the shots, as you saw, going left, like on 13, and then again on the 16th hole. Um, but but it was interesting because he said after he walked off uh, to go back, it was going to go back out. He had 30 minutes, and he talked to a friend of his who gave him a real kind of kick in the arse and <laughs> said, you know, you're better than this. And I think he took that that to mind. But um, it's too bad that guy didn't talk to him before the first round. I don't, I don't know if there's a big change coming. I think it's in some ways I almost think that. There are great, you know, there are great players who've never won at Augusta National. You could look at Tom Weiskopf or Ernie Els or Greg Norman. They were, you know, had perfect games for Augusta National, just couldn't get it done. 
and maybe Rory's starting to fall into that that grouping. I mean, it was nice to see him come back, and, and you know, he's still a ways back, but he's got two rounds to try and catch up. But um, you're right; that slow start is just just kills him. And uh, and maybe there's maybe it's something that he needs to do a little bit differently, and it could be a caddy. It could uh, who knows? But there's you're right; he's got to shake it up somehow. And get himself into a better place in conversation here with bob weeks from augusta national bob record tying four canadians in the field this week the cut keeps moving up and down it was at one under moments ago and now it's moved back to even par so at this moment nick taylor uh will be making the cut we'll see how it goes for the next 90 minutes or so once the second round wraps up but Corey connor's Eight birdies in round two. The ball striking is always there for him, but Bob, it looked like in round two, the putter really got hot, didn't it? Wow, did it ever. He was rolling them in from, from all over. And as we know, Corey Connors, when he hits the uh, when he gets that putter going, you know he can really play well because the rest of his game was pretty solid from hitting fairways and hitting greens. But uh, he came in here saying that he had a plan, he had a game plan. Uh, and when he walked off after that two over in the first round, you know, he was beyond disappointed he was kind of mad hmm. and um and that's something i haven't seen from Corey. and uh it was it was unusual but i think maybe that spurred him on in the way that we were just talking about with rory you could give yourself a a little kick in the rear but uh it's nice to see for for cory because i do think he has a game that's built for this kind of a golf course a second shot golf course and he's a greens and regulation machine so um as you say if you can get that putter going it, it's uh it's really fun to watch him play and who knows what he can do for the next two rounds and as we discuss this, Tiger Woods misses another birdie on the left edge at 13. So it's a miss at 12 on the left edge, a miss at 13 on the left edge, and Tiger's stuck in neutral right now at four under par. I'm hoping for one more birdie from Tiger, uh, Bob, so he can get the five under. Because if he gets the five under, who knows, maybe uh, Augusta will do what they've done in the past, and all of a sudden they mix up the leaderboard and Tiger and Phil end up together in a pair on Saturday. We've seen that in the past. Uh, all right, Bob, before we let you go you've been all over dj from the beginning you know i love rom from the beginning they're tied right now at nine under par there's justin thomas cameron smith abraham answer also at nine there's a world-class group at eight you know patrick cantley obviously leaping out of the board at eight under par they've got a great group of chasers are you sticking with dj what do you see coming for the last 36 holes yeah i still like dj i think uh i just think that he's got that complete game I think he's got the emotional um, flatness <laughs> in a good way that I think helps him um, through some of these situations. You know, when he went through those two holes yesterday, 14 and 15 with bogeys, no real emotion, you know, after birdieing all of Amen Corner, no real emotion. And I think that's going to serve him well as he comes down the stretch. I hope it's, I just hope it's not another heartbreak for him because he's had some, so many close calls and unforced errors down the final rounds of major championships that we know all about. But I'm going to stick with him. And, um, you know, I think it's uh, the only question I have before I go for you, Mark, is uh, ketchup or mustard on that uh, well, flag. Maybe. I was wondering that. But, you know, Rom, John Rom is trying to do his best to stay at nine under. He airmailed the green at 15, Bob, and then he chunked his chip and then chipped in for par. So he is hovering at nine and doing his best to not make me eat that flag. But I tell you, unbelievable. Bob, quickly, before we let you go, two last ones. Yes or no? Do we beat 18 under and do we get one player to shoot four rounds in the 60s for the first time ever? I'll say no to 18 under, but you will get to 60s. Awesome. All right. Bob, I'll see you at 930 on uh, TSN at the Masters. We'll talk in a little bit. Uh, Have fun. Uh, Enjoy your time at Augusta, and we should have a great 36 holes. We'll talk soon.
Looking forward to it, guys, and thanks for all the great coverage from your end. All right, same, same to you boys. All right, Bob Weeks, he's all over it. Great call on Cameron Smith. He's sticking with yeah. his man, Dustin Johnson. On the other side, Scully and I will do Stardom Sit'em. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by SmartGolfDeals.com was brought to you by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. For over 15 years, our focus has been on helping Canadians stay invested in all market conditions, including this one. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by SmartGolfDeals.com, the smartest way to shop for golf. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Woodington Lake Golf Club, proud home of PGA Tour Canada's Ontario Open. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. And welcome back to Golf Talk Canada. John Rob just chipped in for par at 15 and now has a long-distance birdie effort here at 16 uphill. Will move from his right to left, but Rom, at the moment, a little out of sorts. This moves up the hill. Going to be a kick in par, so... You know, he's at 9-under, but he had a chance to get it to double digits, potentially to 11-under par here, and it's likely not going to happen. Likely going to limp in somewhere around 9 or 10-under. Will he be the outright leader, a share of the lead? Can he prevent dropping a shot? He's got two holes to go. We will see. But not the fireworks we were expecting from John Rahm to finish. As, as you said, uh, it may be a little out of sorts, and I keep going back to this decision to lay up on 50. Yeah. 200. Well, we, we just saw Patrick Reed. We just saw Patrick Reed from 12 yards further back go for it. You know, unless you get a really bad break, long is fine on 15. And Rom still airmailed 15 on his third shot. Of kind of a bizarre play, only from 240 yards, especially because he's a guy who takes risks. Remember mm-hmm. the Players' Championship yep. last year, trying to hood an eight iron from 187 yards in the bunker. Just, that was just a dumb play. Now, but. I will say this, though. I will say this. He spoke in his post-round audio yeah. that we heard an hour one of Golf Talk right. Canada about patience being the key for yeah. him. So maybe his patience is his game plan, and he's going to take his shots in the last nine yeah. holes on Sunday. Maybe Fair. he knows, hey, if I hang around, I'll take my shots Sunday with mm-hmm. nine to go, mm-hmm. and, and we'll see. Now, does that mean he waits too long? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I You know what? Uh, I picked him at the start of the week. Might as well see. Stick with yeah, we'll now. see how yeah. he goes. Yeah. Um I will say this to your point on 15, with the exception of Mark Leishman had a mutter and very unlikely lie, the the pond on 16 over the back of 15 is really not in play this week. It's too soft. And that's why Patrick Reed just hit three wood from 250 and it landed and trickled. He's got an uphill pitch for Eagle now at 15. So we will see. Okay, it is time. TSN Edge is your home for all your fantasy needs, including golf. Adam and I and Bob, if we've been giving you our fantasy picks and breaking down uh, possible bets, etc., in the world of golf. And no difference here at Augusta. Adam, stardom, sit him for the last 36 at the Masters. Who are you starting? Okay, on the stardom side of things this weekend, I am starting Brooks Kepka. Wow! Maybe a bit of a bold move here. He's four shots off the lead. Who knows? Maybe could be five by the end of this round, the end of this round if Rom can pick up a stroke or two moving in here. But Brooks Kepka in majors, he's just a different beast. Uh, he said after his round on Friday that that was the worst he could have shot. It was sloppy. As Bryson DeChambeau just makes a birdie on the two under sixty three this afternoon, okay. we'll suit him. Who well. knows? But for Brooks Kepka, I was looking up his numbers. He has six straight third rounds in majors of par or better. 
So look back, 2020 PGA shot 69. Yes, in the final round, he really faltered, but still shot 69. The Open last year, 67. U.S. Open last year, 68. PGA Championship last year at a very difficult Bethpage, 70. Last year's Masters, 69. 2018 PGA, which he beat Tiger, 66. Brooks Kepka is a different man in majors. It seems like the health is there. And I think these slower greens where you have to hit the, hit the ball a little harder without as much break, I think that helps a guy like Kepka, who's a bold putter. I don't think you're wrong. I just hope you're wrong. <laughs> he is so irreverent, and he is just—he rubs me so much the wrong way. I know he's full of talent. I yep. agree with everything you say. Uh, as as likable as Rory is, he's the flip side of that coin for this he's, guy. He's got a cocky swagger about him, and he. You yeah, love- and, and that's the thing. I don't mind confidence. Oh, if it's Patrick Reed's eagle pitch, just got, I don't mind confidence. At times, I can even deal with arrogance. It's the, it's the disrespect to the game yeah. and others that bother me. And when it becomes disrespectful, which it has at times for Kepka, whether it's shtick or not, mm-hmm. if it is shtick, he's choosing that. Yep. Um, not my cup of tea. Okay, Adam, I, I'm I'm going to start John Rom. Uh, he's not playing great right now. He's kind of got it in neutral. He had a chance to get it to 10 or 11 under par. He's 9 under, tied for the lead with two holes ago. But I picked him at the start of the week. There's no point in bailing on him now. He was my guy. He's been my guy for a, a few weeks now at, at Augusta, along with DeChambeau, who looks like he's going to fight to make the cut DeChambeau. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to stick with Rom. I just think, hey, I mean, I sound like a soapbox. I sound like someone's pulling a string in my back because I keep repeating you know, the same thing. But his time is now. Uh, he has done everything in the game but win a major. I think he looks up at the official World Golf rankings and sees DJ at one, Justin at, at three, Morikawa at four. Mm-hmm. He sees Rory, DeChambeau, and he says, what do all of these guys have in common that I don't? Yeah. And there's only one answer, and it's a major championship. And I think it irks at him. And I always like to, because if you think of Tiger in his heyday, and the difference between Tiger and everybody else, and maybe the difference between Rory right now and the other guys at the top of the world, Rom maybe is the poster boy for I want the rock with you know .01 seconds on the clock. Mm-hmm. He wants that shot. He wants that spotlight. He is not scared of it. It angers him that if he doesn't do it. And I feel right now that uh, maybe you know maybe Rory. Thus Thursday morning, he doesn't want that right now. It's like it's uncomfortable for him. I think Rom's the opposite. So I'm not even going to give you stats. Yeah. I'm not going to even give you ball striking or what he's done or what he might finish in these last two holes. For me, I'm going with Rom because of history, timing, and attitude. Um, as John Cena would say, my time is now. Okay, so uh, John Rom, I will start. Who are you sitting, Skulls? Well, before I tell you my sit I, I I like your point on John Rom, And one thing that he's spoken about at length throughout the uh, the post-round pressers is preaching patience. He was two over through three holes mm-hmm. on Thursday, starting on the backside, bogeying 11 and 12. From there, sometime, you know, in the past, maybe he'd throw a club, break a club, yeah. go into full eject mode, basically. And you know, It's uh, not that he's not emotional anymore. Yeah. He just knows when to turn it and off. Harness or, it in. Yeah. So John Rahm, he's got a couple holes left. Something we haven't talked yes. about today, and you just brought it up there because it's an excellent point. Wow. That was a perfect example of starting on Amen Corner yeah. on Thursday morning. Good point. Wow. How tough is that? And then he comes out of that at two over. And you're right. If he has any headworms, 
it goes right there, right? I so, think that'll be a focal conversation for our show on Monday. Yes, which we will update our listeners on uh, coming up at the end yes. of this hour. We'll give you an update on all programming because it is all over the map. But we will get to tons of GTC coming up. All right, Adam. Okay, so who so, are you sitting on the sit-em side of things? Hideki Matsuyama. Yes, he shot back-to-back rounds of four under 68. He hits the ball so beautifully all the time that pause at the top of the swing isn't as big of a pause as it was. I just don't trust the putter. Well, did you see? I think it was 16 yesterday. The, the, the foot and a half. Was the hole eighth hole. Eighth hole, thank you. Above the hole, yeah, no guy. That was, it was a foot and a half. At maybe two feet. Both, and it didn't hit the no. hole. No, he, he didn't even touch the hole. That's from inside That takes two a lot feet. of talent to do that. I mean, that's almost impossible. Yeah. You know, when you consider Sergio's been putting with his eyes closed for a year and that he can't touch the hole with his eyes open, yeah. you know, but, as Patrick Reed makes birdie and, at 15 And Matsuyama now. has had chances in majors before. He's still looking for that elusive first major. I just don't think it's coming this week. I just don't trust that flat. Yeah, you know, I can't argue with you. He's such a beautiful ball striker. He's in the top three or four iron players in the world. It's not even close. Yeah. Um, it's tough to watch. Rounds of 68-68 now put Matsuyama in the house at 8-under, currently one back. He's in a beautiful position for his first major, but at the end of the day, to Adam's point, will he make enough putts yeah. to, to be that guy? And I don't know, and I, I, I hate to say it, Adam, but I think your hunch is probably accurate. You know what I mean? It's probably yeah. accurate. How, how about you on the sit-em side? Of I, I had to fight to decide who I was going to sit between Cameron Smith and Sun J.M., and the reason uh, I was fighting between them is that I just don't like players at Augusta that don't lead in strokes gained approach and don't leave in, lead in greens and regulation. I'm going to sit M yeah. over Smith just because Smith seems to have a little bounce in his step. Hmm. And the shot he pulled off at 15 yeah. yesterday, like he's showing me a little something regardless of, of, of the greens and reg. But at the end of the day, uh, you got to hit greens at Augusta National. Sun J.M. yesterday hit 12 of 18. Mm-hmm. Cameron Smith, 11 of 18. So anything around 11, 12. But that's back-to-back days for Sun J.M. He hit 13 of 18, 72% in round one. He hit 67%. So Sun J.M. has hit 69 percent of his greens and regulation through two rounds and historically speaking the champion at augusta is 80 percent 81 82 percent greens and regulation you can't hit 60 some odd percent of your greens at augusta and walk away with a green jacket it doesn't happen it won't happen and because of that i'm going to sit sun jm and if you go across the top of this leaderboard everybody every single player ahead of sun jm right now with the exception of Cameron Smith, which is why he was the other guy I was mm-hmm, looking at, mm-hmm. they're all around that 80%. Yeah. They're all giving themselves a ridiculous amount of looks and taking the stress off their putter in their short mm-hmm. game. Now, this year with the softness and no, not as much fire in the greens, uh, you're going to get away with it a little bit more. But as the weekend approaches, I still think it's going to be important to continue to hit greens and regulation. So, unfortunately, Sanjay is going to ride the pines for me. We're going to take a break. Patrick Reed with a birdie at 15, getting paid off for going for the green in two. He pitched it up. He knocked it in. Patrick Reed, the 2018 champion, is now at seven under par and using the sideboard at 16. Get a little better here. This is tracking down to the hole, and Patrick Reed is going to have inside five feet for back-to-back birdies to get to eight under par as the 2018 champion makes a move late in his second round. On the other side we'll get to more leaderboard updates we'll hear from mickelson and mcelroy and brooks kepka this is breakfast at augusta golf talk canada 
This segment of GTC presented by SmartGolfDeals.com was brought to you by Woodington Lake Golf Club, proud home of PGA Tour Canada's Ontario Open. This is Golf Talk Canada presented by SmartGolfDeals.com. The smartest way to shop for golf. This segment of GTC is brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club and Resort. Live, stay, and play. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. And welcome back to Breakfast at Augusta GTC Radio. Uh, GTC Update. Uh, if you tuned in to TSN3 this morning expecting to watch Golf Talk Canada, our apologies. We made a last-minute audible because of the delays in weather at Augusta and the catch-up and the fact that TSN is actually showing live Masters coverage. Uh, we have moved our Golf Talk Canada radio to TV special to Monday. So Monday morning, we've got lots of Golf Talk Canada for you. If you tune in to TSN 1050, between 10 a.m. and noon on Monday, you can listen to our two-hour Masters Wrap-Up with Adam and I. That is 10 to noon, Monday morning on TSN 1050. And then you can watch it, TSN Talk Radio TV, noon to 2 p.m. on TSN 2. It's a Masters wrap-up edition of Golf Talk Canada Talk TV. And our two-hour Masters Talk TV wrap-up will will roll right into TSN at the Masters wrap-up from 2 to 4. So we have four hours of Masters television wrap-up coverage on television and two hours of radio from 10 to noon. So lots coming up. Uh, from Golf Talk Canada over the next few days. And also, next week, uh, a bonus edition of Golf Talk Canada TV. Uh, as the travel industry starts to come alive again with rapid testing and some countries opening their borders and welcoming people, including Canadians, if they're willing to travel, including Ireland, uh, we are running our Ireland travel special uh, right. as uh, some European countries have decided to open their borders with rapid testing and COVID policy in place. And uh, hopefully by this time next year, obviously that won't be the case or even summer next year, that won't be the case. But as of right now, uh, Dublin airport going that way, we are going to run our Ireland travel special for you this week as well on Golf Talk Canada television. Okay, there's so much going on here. Uh, Tiger in the fairway at 15, but walking around like he's on a uh, CBD uh, OD right now. Uh, yesterday, he looked completely lethargic. Again today, Adam, no emotion, nothing. Is it, Like, what's going on? I don't know. He's, he's, he's almost walking in slow motion. He's had some bad breaks, I will say, that shot on 14 that really spun off the slope. Hit a good tee shot on 15. He's going to have 248 yards into the par 5. Will he lay up? Will he go for it? Will he pull the Patrick Reed and go for it and make an easy up and down for birdie? Or John Robin make birdie what, the hard, what, try to make birdie the hard way? What do you think our uh, program director, uh, Jeff McDonald, is doing right now? Is he's watching Tiger this Pacing. Morning. He's doing he's a pay- lot of pacing. Do you think, I'll tell you something right now. If Tiger had half the energy right now of, of, of Jeff pacing at home, I mean, he'd be 10 under par right now as Paul Casey just slips out from long distance at 16. But Tiger needs some energy out of him. He needs something. He yeah, needs something. He looks so get, lethargic. We mentioned at the start of the show, he got to get to at least six under, I think, to have a, you know, to be in the mix. And he's T22 right now at minus four. He's got uh, three and a half holes to go here. So well, he still has some birdie chances. Uh, now, if memory serves me correct, mm-hmm. if memory serves me correct, 
did he not make a big bird at 15 on a Saturday to, to, to spark plug him last year? So last year he made the big birdie. There was a rain delay on the Friday mm-hmm. and for about half an hour. He came back. He missed a five-footer for birdie on 12. Okay. Came back, hit his tee shot. Miles left on 14. Mm-hmm. Hit that shot on the green. Almost got, he got clipped by the security guard, if you remember correctly. Right. And then birdie 14 and then made that bomb for birdie on 15. That was on the Friday. So that was late in round two. Yes. Well, Adam, we're in the we're, middle we're of fairway 15 yes. and we are late in round two. Does the big bird land for Tiger at 15? We'll find out momentarily. Okay. Abraham answer. born in Texas, Mexican uh, national, nine under par, playing his first time at Augusta, rounds of 68-67. He is tied for the lead at nine under par. It's a five-way tie right now at nine under par as Tiger Woods lays up at 15. Shockingly lays up at 15. Oh, okay, we'll have to come back to that. Abraham Answer, though, in a wonderful position in his first Masters. Let's hear it from Abraham Answer. Yesterday, knowing that I was I was going to finish my round, I wanted to, to be in a good spot, and I get to 11, hit a good shot in there, and end up uh, three-putting, and I was I was mad, man, because I knew I was that was the last hole we were going to play. I didn't want to finish like that, but it happened. I hit Two good putts. I thought I hit two good putts, and I, I, I want to hit on 12, but we we couldn't. And um, so I came back and grinded on that little shot because I knew it was going to be like a 145 to 150, and pulled it off. And after that, I actually played really well and stayed really patient. Haven't really hit it my best, but I've been able to to really make as much uh, out of it as I could. Abraham Answer talking about his finish, but he's in a good spot at nine under par as DeChambeau makes bogey at 17 and falls directly on the cut line number at one under par. Uh-huh. He needs par or better at 18, or DeChambeau is not playing the weekend. Might be in DeChambeau's. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> but it was there. As we speak, Captain America, Darth Vader, the 2018 champion, Patrick Reed, goes birdie 15, birdie 16. Now Patrick Reed, one off the pace, P. Reed, baby, making a story of it here late in a round two. You got to love it. Hey, listen, sports needs their villains. Patrick Reed is certainly makes the storyline a lot more interesting at Augusta. Okay, Phil Mickelson, he's turning back the clock here is again. He again. Ever? You know, right now, five under par, four off the pace. A big Saturday, you never know for lefty. He's got the 47-inch driver in the bag. What will lefty do next? Let's hear from Phil Mickelson. Driving it over the trees on nine, all the way down to the bottom. Um, hitting wedge into 17, wedge into 14. Um, five iron both days into two. I mean, I'm driving the ball very well. I'm hitting the ball great. I'm putting awful. And I've been putting well this year, and if I get this fixed for the weekend, I'm going to make a run. But, um, I'm very frustrated and disappointed with the way I've putted. I've let... Eight, nine, ten shots go on the greens, and it's pathetic. And and I'm going to fix that, and uh, hopefully make it make a run. But you can't make those mistakes, give those shots up, in this field, in this competition. But um, we've got 36 more holes, and I'm playing well enough. I struck it well enough to keep me in it, despite being probably last in the field in putting. But I'm going to get that fixed for for tomorrow's round. And it is hard to argue with uh, Phil's analysis of his game. He's hitting it a mile again with the long driver. 
Uh, I mean, he's leaving putts all over the place. He couldn't roll it into a bathtub right now if he was standing in your washroom upstairs. But lefty, still four back, and he's a three-time green jacket winner and a five-time major champion. I hate to say it. It's so funny, but we talk about Woods. We talk about Mickelson. Uh, They're different guys. When they come down Magnolia Lane, it's like Wendell Clark in a Leaf jersey. He's just better. They're just better at Augusta. A hundred percent. And, you know, we've spoken about Phil Mickelson winning twice on PGA Tour champions and how, how, how that will or not affect him on the PGA Tour. And before the Masters, he had hadn't played very well in the PGA Tour. He won those tw- those uh, two starts on the PGA Tour champions. But I think that might help him, give him some confidence. I agree. Why winning not? breeds winning. Why not? End yeah. of story. Winning breeds winning. Uh, we're going to hear from Rory McIlroy. But before we hear from Rory McIlroy, let's... Uh, Let's uh, see Tiger Woods. This is a big, big approach here, Adam, with his third at the par five. He's got 104 yards here after a layup, 140-yard layup here, 104, a bit of a down slope. Let's see if it checks. Control the spin. He couldn't control the spin on 13. Was the layup a good decision? Same thing. And he's going to lose control of the spin. He's going to peel it back. He's going to leave himself a long-distance effort from outside uh, 15 feet closer to 20. He looks dejected, Adam. Yep. You see that reaction? Uh, y- you wonder th- the lack of patrons. You wonder if that's really well, affecting him. Well, we said him. this Wednesday, Pearson yeah. at the Masters, I was asked about this, mm-hmm. and I said the three players in the field affected the most are Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, and Rory McIlroy. Yeah. From the, on the negative side. Yeah. And I said, who are the players that are gaining from this? Anybody who's a first-timer. Mm-hmm. But that's a very 100%. simple answer, and I don't think you can argue with it. Yeah, the adrenaline, everything. Yeah. I mean, these guys have played Augusta many times before in practice rounds and in other rounds, but this... I'd be curious to ask him, you know, like, what does it feel like? It's got to feel a little strange. All right. Let's uh, hear from one more player. Rory McIlroy, obviously a brilliant bounce back 66 from Rory, but the 75, you know, again, we could do two hours just on what is happening to Rory on Thursdays at majors. Let's hear from Rory McIlroy. I honestly, I've, I've been playing so good coming in here. And then I go into the, you know, first round, I should 75. And I'm like, where the hell did that come from? So, you know, I knew it was in there. It's just a matter of, as I said, just trusting a little more and being committed. And, um, you know, it was better this afternoon. And it was better this afternoon. Now, we were going to hear from Brooks Kepka, but you know what, Adam? I don't want to hear from Brooks Kepka. <laughs> Adam, of course, you, you know, you're a producer. I'm starting produ- No, no. He's you're, making you're, a move. You're a producer. You're the producer of Golf Talk Canada, radio and television. And you had the lineup here, Brooks Kepka. You've called Brooks Kepka. You're starting Brooks Kepka. Oh, yeah. is, is, is that enough, Brooks? I don't want to hear from yeah, Brooks Kepka. Okay. I don't want to hear okay. some irreverent garbage out of his mouth this morning about how it's just golf. And, you know, and he'd rather play baseball and blah, blah, blah. He doesn't practice. Doesn't practice. And his, you know, his sleeves are too tight in his golf shirt. And, you know, I'm not, we're not hearing from Kepka. If you want to hear from Kepka, go to uh, masters.com. I'm sure you could probably find audio on Brooks Kepka, but you're not hearing it here on Golf Talk Canada. I'm putting a muzzle on Kepka. I can can summarize it for you if you'd like. What did he say? He said it was sloppy and it was the worst he could have shot. Yeah, of course. What did he shoot? Uh, 69. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. Didn't he come out of the gates with bad bogeys yesterday and fight back? He was actually, in all seriousness, he was seven under in the 25 holes he played. Yesterday. Yeah, because he was two over through his first 14 holes of this golf championship. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Okay, enough. That's it. You're not hearing from him. Oh, my. Is that in the... This is Bryson DeChambeau fighting to make the cut. He needs par on the last to make the cut. And he he has found the fairway.
And so he, he has struggled with the right miss today. We yes. saw the first two overcorrection days missing at him. it left, and now he's overcorrecting, yeah. missing it right. Yeah. But that one was his best swing with the driver well, so far. I think he two. would be very embarrassed to not make the weekend. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take our final break on the other side. We will keep you up to date. We will update Masters programming here on TSN Radio and TSN Television and give you our final thoughts as we head towards the final 36 at the year's final major. This is Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by SmartGolfDeals.com was brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club and Resort. Live, stay, and play. This is Golf Talk Canada presented by SmartGolfDeals.com, the smartest way to shop for golf. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Adidas Golf, ready for sport. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. And we got a breaking update. Jeff McDonald just hit his head off the ceiling. Jeff, I hope you're not unconscious at home if you're listening this morning. I know what you're watching this morning. You just watched Tiger Woods after a horrible third into 15. Barry, a 20-footer for birdie. Tiger Woods, five under par. He heads to the par 316th where he's had so much history. Tiger trying to get something going now, only four off the pace. And Adam currently tied at five under par with Phil Mickelson. A few years back, I don't remember which year it was off the top of my head. It's about four or five years ago. Tiger and Phil came in on a Friday at the same number. They did not come in in the right order to play together on Saturday. And then all of a sudden, oh. they were paired together on Saturday through the magic of the Masters Tournament Committee. Interesting. No one said boo. <laughs> no one tells Augusta how to operate things. If it lands where Tiger and Phil are both at five under par, one can only wish. I'm putting it out there to the universe right now. Give us a Tiger Phil Saturday pairing. Wouldn't that be great? And, be and feed off each other. And maybe we see, you know, Phil Mickelson almost made three straight Eagles a number of years ago. Maybe we see something like that. But now Tiger teeing off on 16. We saw the heroics in round one last year on Sunday. Seven iron, 165. This looks very good. Needs to peel back. Is okay. it going to funnel enough, Adam? So he's got to. He's going to have a, the same putt Bryson DeChambeau just had about 25 minutes ago or so. It's going to go left to right. He's had this putt before. We'll see if he overreads it or not. Now speaking of Bryson DeChambeau, from a perfect spot in the center of the fairway, I mean, you could throw it onto the green, and DeChambeau has airmailed the putting surface. So another brain cramp for DeChambeau. Now this is important. He's at one under par. Uh-huh. The cut is projected at one under par. Bryson DeChambeau needs to get up and down at 18, or he's going home. Or he is going home. Tournament favorite. More protein shakes, more steak. He was at 6-1, to betting favorite across the board in every sports book. I believe it was more like, yeah, the the odds were. Here it is, Adam. A ball back in the stance. He bumps it into the hill. What a bizarre choice from back there. Settle down. This thing's gone. This thing is gone. DeChambeau's going home. Are you kidding me? That was a bizarre play by Bryson DeChambeau playing the bump and run, especially with the the damp conditions out there. But he's going to have 45 feet for What are you doing? After a perfect tee shot, Bryson DeChambeau, major brain cramp. He needs a miracle to make it to the weekend. Bryson DeChambeau. Yeah, well, I I just think I'm sitting here watching this, and my jaw's open because missing the green from where his tee ball was – is horrific, horrific enough. But even the best players in the world make bad shots. Yeah. Okay, and they make bad swings. But horrible decisions, that's something else. 
And to, from that position at 18, I mean, especially now that the, the grass is a little sticky, it's a little fluffy, these lies are not as tight as you get in April. Yeah. How do you not go up with that shot from beyond the putting surface at 18? Adam, you have very little green to work with. He's bumping it into the hill. What is he thinking? I, I don't understand the play. And, you know, the U.S. Open, yes, he was driving it great, but he really chipped and putted it really well. This week has been a different story. He hasn't chipped it well at all. You think back to yesterday when he lost his ball on three, hit his provisional, then chipped it over the other side of the green to chip that back. The other side of the green, Bryson DeChambeau needs a miracle to make it to the weekend. And Kevin Nye here, about to tap in for par on nine. He almost beat the ball. He almost beat the ball of the hole. Three under after two rounds. He had all 18 greens on Thursday. All right, Adam, we're back up. Okay, let's give you an update on Masters here. At 9.30 this morning, ESPN is going to walk away from their coverage. At 9.30 this morning, you can tune in to TSN at the Masters, 9.30 a.m. Eastern, TSN at the Masters, be Lindsay Hamilton and myself from Toronto, Bob Weeks, James Duffy, and Graham Dillette on location in Augusta. The five of us will have access to showing you from TSN of the Masters, holes 15 and 16, live from Maiman Corner, and featured groups. Lots of Masters coverage to get you to 1 o'clock as DeChambeau steps into a 45-foot putt for par up the hill at 18 nope. to make it to the weekend. And sayonara. See you later. DeChambeau misses the cut. The betting favorite goes home with the massive brain cramp at the last. Unless the cut magically changes Yes, unless again. the cut magically moves. Right now we're Which, working on a projected one under, but I do not see that cut moving. I'd be very surprised. That is wild. So TSN at the Masters, 9.30 this morning. We have tons of coverage, tons of golf to show you. Uh, and we will try to break down what we've seen and what might be coming as well. That will bring us to 1 o'clock. And then at 1 o'clock, CTV will take over, mm -hmm. and we will have, obviously, live third-round coverage, all the big names, the CBS network feed of uh, third round at the Masters. Tomorrow morning, we'll be back with TSN Live at the Masters. Now, is it 7 to 8, we think, Adam? I believe it's 7 a.m. to 8 a.m., and then 8 till 9. So, Lindsay Hamilton and I will take you from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. tomorrow morning from Toronto. From 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., Weeks, Duffy, and Dillette will take you uh, to CBS feed, which we will get on CTV, and then it'll be the final round. It's breakfast at Augusta. The leaders will go something like 10 a.m. tomorrow, Adam. So, yeah, so they're, they're trying to have the final putt. Around two two thirty. Around two thirty ish, giving yeah. some time for a playoff if they need it. But of course, they want to you know go to football after that. Right. Sure. So again, lots of coverage. You don't need to leave TSN. You don't need to leave CTV for your Masters coverage. If you can't be in front of a TV at noon Eastern and then again tomorrow morning, TSN ten fifty and TSN Radio is your home for Masters radio coverage. So you don't need to miss anything Masters related. And then on Monday, Adam and I are back here in these chairs. 10 a.m. to noon, a two-hour Masters Radio wrap-up show, which will then broadcast on TSN 2 television from noon to 2, and then a two-hour TSN at the Masters wrap-up from 2 to 4. It is just an excessive amount of Masters content, and why not? It is beloved. Adam, we have a minute and a half left. I am sticking with John Rahm as the winner of this golf tournament. Bob yep. Weeks is sticking with Dustin Johnson as the winner of this golf tournament. I know you started Kepka, but starting Kepka just means you like him for positive yardage. 
Who is winning this golf? I need one name. I've got Rom. Oh, Bob's got DJ. This is tough. Who is winning this golf tournament? Adam Scully. You know what? I, I really do think it's Dustin Johnson time for a green jacket. There are so many guys bunched up in that leaderboard. I, I'm thinking I'm thinking DJ, and I'm thinking 14 under par final score. Wow. Okay. Bob doesn't think we're going to get to 18 under. Neither do I. I think the winning score is going to be somewhere around 15 or 16 under, so I like it just a little bit better than you like it. Yep. Uh, but I am with Bob. I think we're going to see four rounds in the 60s by at least one player this week, but not a scoring record. We got two Dustin Johnsons. We've got one John Rahm. We've got an amazing final 36 with a log jam at nine under par, including number one, two, and three in the world. We got a big cat, Tiger Woods, stalking the leaders. We got lefty Phil Mickelson turning back the clock. You've got to love the final 36 at Augusta. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, first good decision on the the golf course, it starts in the closet. Woo! Woo! This segment of GTC presented by SmartGolfDeals.com was brought to you by Adidas Golf, ready for sport. Thank you for listening to GTC. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Golf Talk Canada. For show archives, podcasts, and all things GTC, visit GolfTalkCanada.com. And don't miss Golf Talk Canada Television weekly on the TSN Television Network.